Welcome to Ditch the Classroom. This is your host, Ariana Vernier, and I'm so excited that you're here. I'm a teacher turned business coach who is so passionate about helping fellow mamas like you ditch the classroom and pursue your big, hairy, scary dreams. Imagine a life where you could still impact the world, but do so while following your passions and spending more time with your babies. In Ditch the Classroom, we'll explore ways you can do just that. Myself, guest experts, and amazing teachers who have also built a successful business will share tools, tips, and resources to help you ditch the classroom too. Are you ready? Here we go. Before we hop into today's episode, I had to let you in on something special I created just for you. If you've been wondering if freelancing or virtual assistance is right for you and just want to get your feet wet to see if it's a good fit, then you need my Ditch the Classroom Toolkit. This toolkit comes with two video modules to help you figure out what services you want to offer, as well as how to package your services in a way that will help you attract clients quickly and replace your income faster. There are also two special bonuses included. Bonus number one is the set your prices video, so you can take the guesswork out of what to charge. Bonus number two is the top eight places to find paying clients guide. Right now, you can grab the Ditch the Classroom Toolkit and both bonuses for a steal of a price, only $27. But hurry up, because this amazing discounted price won't last long. You can grab your spot at arianavernier.com forward slash ditch dash the dash classroom or find the link in the show notes. All right, let's get to the show. Hello, hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Ditch the Classroom podcast. Super excited. We have a special guest today coming on. Her name is Kathy Lanham, former teacher turned business coach for moms, also a speaker and author. And I'm super excited for her to share her journey out of the classroom today and just her nuggets of wisdom with y'all. So welcome, Kathy. Thank you so much, Ariana. It's such an honor and privilege to be here. And I really just love what you're doing as you pour in to your audience and just am humbled that you would have me on your podcast. So thank you so much for that. Of course. So I like to just start these episodes with getting a feel for your teaching journey, um, how long you taught, kind of what grades, what brought you into teaching and everything around centered around that. Sure. Well, um, I come from a family of teachers, the whole dang past love us were all teachers. But my journey is actually a little bit divergent. I started out in speech pathology and switched my major to deaf education. And as a deaf ed major, I was a K-12. So you get a certification from kindergarten to 12th grade. And I did teach all of those grades. But in addition to that, we had a move in there. So I also added a kindergarten to fourth grade regular ed certificate. So I had time in the regular classroom, times in integrated classrooms, and then the K-12 spectrum. So I that's how I got into the to my education journey. And yes, I do interpret and yes, I do sign and I can do that while we're talking, but no one will be able to see that. So but but that was how I came into the classroom. That's awesome. That's something that I do not have any skills in whatsoever. So it's super cool to hear, hear you and see you kind of doing your sign language. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a fun journey and it is, it's another language. Anyone can learn and it is a, it's just a different language. Awesome. So can you kind of share with myself and my listeners, what led you to want to ditch the classroom? 
I can. I had two reasons. The first one was prompted most astutely by my husband, who's an engineer. And so I had two reasons. I love teaching and I love the classroom, but we had started our family. And so I had my two reasons were one was financial. It just did not make sense for me to pay for lunches and gas and car upkeep and daycare for my children when I was spending more in that venue than I was actually making. And then the other, my second reason was it really became a burden to me that I was teaching and raising other people's children while somebody else was taking care of my own. I was missing a lot of the milestones and I had things I wanted to teach my children that I wasn't going to be able to if I stayed in the classroom. So for me, it was it was a two prong decision financial and, I guess, spiritual, because I felt like I wanted to be home with my children and teaching them our values myself. I see a lot of my story in yours because my husband's also an engineer. (laughs) And we just had the plan for me to leave teaching for the first year of my daughter's life. But then I found the whole freelance virtual assistant world, and it just made more sense to be able to be with her witness all of her first, teach her everything I want her to know and be able to pour into her instead of 20 other kids. As much as I loved my students, I wanted to be able to give that to my child. Right. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So can you just give us a look into your journey from deciding, okay, I'm ready to leave the classroom you haven't actually left yet. How did that kind of transition work for you? What how, what were your feelings during that time as well? Well, of course, you have all the feels. And even though I'm older than probably your audience, I had all the feels. So I was worried you, you get the external, oh, you're wasting your education. What do you mean you're not going to teach anymore? So there's all of that pressure from the outside that you've gone to school. So why aren't you doing that? That was first. Then how will we make it? What will we do? There's not going to be enough money. Just all of the all of the fears coupled with all of the firm, strong convictions, the firm conviction that this was the way that we needed to do. But in the middle of that, while I'm seeing it's black and it's white, then there's this feeling inside of me. What I'm going to, you know, hello, I'm made to do this. I don't want to lose my voice. I, I never planned to stay home full time, but it is. A thing I want to do. So I just had all those confusing emotions that go with it. What will I do? I'm just going to stay home with the children. Is that enough? I'll go crazy. And of course, you know, anybody that stayed home, <laughs> well, p- current pandemic exempted <laughs> after about three months, your days are so full. It's like, my word, how would I work if I worked outside the home? But then our progression was we spent one year getting ready. And I do that in air quotes. I wish you could see me doing that. Because we prayed about it, and then we tried living just off my husband's salary. And so we had those first few months where we were way in the deficit, and we had to learn how to budget a little better. And then I had to learn to get creative with my meals and my meal planning and all of that. And so we learned to adjust and to shift our focus so that so that it was not, oh, gosh, we're going to starve. I love that, and I know this this episode is not centered around the financial aspect really, but I do want to mention that's something that we did as well. We worked on living off of only my husband's income and we really still do. Most of my income is funneled into just paying off student loans. His is the income that we live off of. So our plan is to be debt-free by September. Um, Awesome. So if you can do that, if you have a spouse that can financially support you, that's a really 
really good way to go. Exactly. I would agree. And and working together, being on the same page and working together toward the goals, it's not your money and his money. It's right. our money and, and I'll pay for this or you pay for this or if you could cover, you know. So we had all of those different things, particularly in the beginning. And then later on, when I began my business, that's also how it went. Well, if you could just do thus and such. And so it's we've always had that progression of make living off what we we our income. Yep. Living within our means. That's the way to say that. Yes. Very much. I agree. So what what do you think was the biggest thing that you had to overcome in your ditch the classroom journey? I would say that's a good one. That's a great question. So and I had all of my answers so carefully thought out and now I'm I'm rethinking. But mine's I would say it was mindset, it was balance, and it was conviction. How about that for a concise, based on what I just said, I just wanted to follow up on that. So is the conviction that this was what I was supposed to be doing, mm-hmm. but it's really hard to, to quiet all the other voices. So there's that. Then there was the mindset that, yes, this was what I was supposed to be doing. And as I transitioned into ditching the classroom and adding a business, it was that, yes, I can do both of these things. And then balance is a piece that was a huge obstacle because I tend to be an all or nothing, all in kind of gal. So, you know, I'm starting a business so that I can bring in an income so that I can bless our family. But I would be too much on the business side and, you know, or, oh, I can't do this at all. I have to take care of all of these sick kids. So it was that balance and the mindset. OK, there is a way. Lots of other people do it. You're in the right place and you can do that. So those were probably my biggest obstacles. I wish y'all could see me. I'm just like nodding my head because I agree with everything. I struggle with those same exact things. So I see you. I hear you. I, 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 you got through it. I'm getting through it, been through it. And I know my listeners are struggling with that too. So yeah, that it's, it's very validating to hear that we're all, we all struggle with similar things. Well, and that's funny because that's sort of, and this is a divergent path, but that's why I created my podcast is to be not a peer speaking peer to peer as someone that's in the fire together commiserating, but as an alumni (laughs) reaching a hand of hope back to pull you out of the quicksand and the mire going, you can do this. You can do this. There's a way I'm cheering you all. So yes, and I'm definitely I'm definitely going to have you um, share your your podcast so that my listeners can check you out. But we'll we'll kind of save that for the end. Oh yeah, that's later. I just had to say, I, I, it's such a similar. It doesn't matter your age. Those struggles they're real and they're valid, and you and you have to get through those. And sometimes it's minute by minute. Yes, agreed, definitely. So. I do want to pivot a little bit because I know that you homeschooled your kiddos. Can you share a little bit about what that journey was like and juggling that and running a business, how you manage that? I surely can. So to be clear, homeschooling came first. Well, the kids were in school. We were we were in regular school because that's what I knew. Didn't know anything much about the whole homeschooling journey and Two of my children started out in the regular public classroom initially. So my business came later, but there is a there's a balance there. So, yes. And I had children that I sent to school, very able to learn and ready and excited, but maybe had over prepared them for the rural community school that I sent them to. They were wonderful Christian teachers, 
it was public school, but it was just the best decision. Again, I felt like my values and my morals, our, my husband and I, it was not my decision. We just felt like it was particularly in the younger years, laying the basis and the groundwork. I started homeschooling in North Carolina, and I think their homeschooling thing is called the, or their newsletter is called the Greenhouse Report. And they had the idea that you want to rate, you know, for the best, strongest plants, you raise them in a greenhouse, and then you take them outside and plant them. And that was just a really cool picture, I think, of what I wanted to do with my children. In those early formational years, I wanted to be the voice that they heard and our family values, our Christian values. That's what I wanted to impart. So that's how we began our homeschooling journey and very quickly had the desire. So we band, I banded with four other moms. We made our own little co-op. And then we kind of outgrew that um, as a group. We outgrew it and we expanded ourselves. And so we created a group, a larger homeschool group that's still a thriving um, homeschool entity in North Carolina today and actually has different chapters. So that's kind of fun to see you started something that has lasted on and and has left a legacy. But I think homeschooling works great for any child. I will say it's a calling. It's 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 really a calling. And it really is a two-person, you need support from somebody somewhere. So that's important when you're homeschooling. But that's how we got into the homeschooling journey. And uh, and I said, it's really great for the, I think homeschooling is perfectly fitted for continuums. So those kids who are super gifted and intelligent and have the need and the time and the ability and want to go further, those gifted kids, it is great. For the lower kids, it is great because then you can you know, customize and you can bring them along and get them up to snuff. And then for all the kids that are average, it is great because it's a fun way to go. So it just for us was a great platform and way to, to handle the, the instruction of our kids in their early years. And actually, we homeschooled for about 10 years. So they were going in in high school. So they all went back into school at different areas. And that was based on moves and and what we were doing, our life situation at the time. Very cool. I like I appreciate you letting me pick your brain a little bit about that, because I know my listeners might be curious about it. And I'm personally curious because I don't know if you know this. We live full time in an RV right now. Oh, wow. We don't know when we're going to move back into what us RVers called sticks and bricks. So it'd be, it'd be interesting to see, we still have three years till my daughter's in school probably. And I've considered if we're still in it, am I going to homeschool? So I just wanted to pick your brain a little bit about that. Yeah, that can be a whole nother episode as well. And it's really cool. And that's one of the things I will say to the moms who are ditching the classroom to come home to teach, to raise your children, that one of the biggest encouragements don't bring the classroom home you're not just bringing school and doing school when you home school you can feel free to do it a whole different way you can you can unit study you can we used konos which was a that's not an endorsement for them but it was a curriculum that that let you do units so you can teach the oldest kids with the youngest kids and it's like a school bus you just do different things along the way so you can you can tailor that and you don't have to have okay sit in your seats at eight o'clock okay now we're gonna do this worksheet and now we're gonna do that worksheet it's learning for life not the test and you can sew school without a textbook so just throwing that out there that would be one pressure i would take off of myself 
Don't feel like you have to be a classroom teacher at home in the homeschool situation. Yeah, that's really helpful. I appreciate you sharing that with us. Thank you. Awesome. So I want to go ahead and ask you my favorite question. It's a question I ask in every episode. I'm super excited to hear what you have to share. And the question is, if someone wanted to start their digital classroom journey to start another job or a career, but they just felt too overwhelmed, what would you tell them? Oh, going to ask me to preach here. Just teasing, just teasing. Um, First thing I would say is that longing in your heart is there for a reason. So you need to give some time and some a lot of prayer to this whole endeavor. So a little introspection work. And I would say, what is the reason that you're wanting to leave? Is it a temporary situation because you just don't like an administrator where if you just change, you know, you love your job, you love your kids, you love your coworkers, but you don't like the principal, then maybe that's not leave your job. That's transition. So, so, so doing life inventory is what I would say on the first part, really pray about it and do a life inventory. And in that life inventory, you're going to do your, look at your why, what's your reason, why are you doing it? Two, you really need, um, like we did, to look at what's your budget. What are your monetary needs? Can you just walk out the door and have a replacement income? And here's a spoiler, probably not, okay? It does take a little bit of time. So you might have to hustle and do two things for a season, you know, to have your your passion or the thing that you want to do as a side hustle. Or the next part of that introspection would be, what is your passion? Because there are tons of things available now. That is one silver lining, I think, that's come out of the COVID-19 crisis is we've seen we can do a lot of things differently. Yeah. And so okay. there are a lot of at-home opportunities now that they, that didn't used to exist. And there are tons of free courses and free um, handouts and just freebies all over the place for you to be able to kind of go through that. You've done the freelancing and my daughter-in-law has done that same job as well. I was going to speak and train main stage and have switched to podcasting. So sometimes you have to do other things. You have to figure it out before you just jump off with both feet. But then I would say, don't let fear hold you back. When you feel like you have, you're making an intelligent and informed decision, then you, you just have to jump in the water, just like swim practice on a cold morning. You just got to jump in and get wet. And when you do it, then you got to paddle with all your might to get warmed up and to make it worth your while so that you can make that replacement income. Mic drop. I, I don't have anything to add to that. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that wisdom with us. I think the scariest part can be taking that first step and taking that first leap into that freezing water, but it gets easier. I promise you just got to take that first step. Absolutely. Awesome. So do you have any resources that you would like to share with my listeners that we can include in the show notes for them? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, like I said earlier, your audience sounds like my audience and that's young moms, young Christian moms who are looking to have some life hacks so that they can raise their children and have a wonderful life that they love and enjoy, but maybe a side hustle business or a business on the side. And like I said, I'm not offering it as a peer, but as an alumni. So I've got over at my website, kathylanham.com. There's um, free, there's all kinds of freebies to download. You're welcome to do that. And then my podcast is called productivity and Proverbs 31, where we interview, we do, teach and train and we just have tackle a lot of different topics 
Awesome. So like I mentioned, I will have those linked in the show notes for those listening who are interested. I know Kathy's got a ton of goodies for you, so make sure you go check those out. So it has been such a blessing to have you on with us today. Where can my listeners come connect with you more, learn more from you? I know you mentioned your podcast and your website. Is there anywhere else? Oh, yes, ma'am. I just thought of that. And it's like, oh, I left out all of the socials <laughs> so, um, on Instagram. It's KathyLanham.com. And I mean, <laughs> KathyLanham.com on Instagram. My handle is at Kathy Lanham. Facebook, it's my name, Kathy Lanham. The picture will be the same as Instagram or my website, because I know of at least three Kathy Lanhams in my own family. So it's make sure you're matching up the right one so you can tech and DM me there anytime. And I'm the, I'm the voice on the other end of the DM. So feel free to ask questions or, or connect with me. I would love to hear from you. And I just want to thank you again so very much for um, letting me come into your space and trusting me with your audience. That's a, a, that is a blessing. Absolutely. Well, it's been such a pleasure to have you. Thank you guys so much for tuning into today's episode. As always, make sure to screenshot this episode and tag both Kathy and myself so we can spread the message to more mamas and teachers who just need more of this in their life. I love you so, so much, and we will see you on the next episode. Thanks so much for hanging out with me today. Before you go, make sure you take a minute to subscribe to the show, leave a rating and review, and check out the show notes for a free gift to help you ditch the classroom. If you loved today's episode, can you help me share the message by taking a screenshot, tagging me on Instagram at ariana.vernier and sharing it with your friends so we can help more mamas ditch the classroom and follow their dreams. Until next week, y'all, keep following the dreams that were placed in your heart so you too can ditch the classroom.